Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Unto the Lord be the glory. 
unto the Lord be the glory. Great things he has done. Unto the Lord be the glory. Great things he has done. Sing great things he has done. Glorious things he will do. Unto the Lord be the glory. up our voice and just worship the Lord unto him be the glory the great things he has done wonderful things in our lives family our homes give him glory give him thanks adore his name just lift up your voice everyone wherever you are and celebrate the Lord of heaven and the earth the Lord that have been there for you the one that has kept you as the keeper of life, the one that has blessed you as the blesser of soul. Give him glory, give him praise. Let God hear your voice. Let him know that there are people grateful here tonight. Give thanks to the Lord of heaven. Give thanks to the rescuer of life. Give thanks to the restorer of destiny. Give thanks to the healer. Give thanks to the one that has made you what you are, given you what you have, helped you to get to where you are. We lift you high and we lift you up. All glory, all honor, majesty, power, adoration. All of them belongs to him. Just go ahead and worship him. Go ahead and thank him. Give him thanks. Give him thanks. Give him thanks. Sing a song of thanksgiving. Sing a song of appreciation. Sing a song of adoration. Adore him. He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. Wonderful king. We bless your name. We exalt you. Just bless him. Just bless him. Just bless him. From your heart, bless him. God is worthy. Worthy, worthy is the lamb that was slain. We exalt you, Lord. We praise you, we praise you, we praise you, Adonai. All glory belongs to you. Thank you, Master. Thank you, Father. Thank him again for tonight. Thank him for what he will do. Thank him again. In this month of financial empowerment, thank him for what you expect to see. Thank him for your current financial level. Thank you for the next phase available for you. We are grateful. We are thankful. We are grateful, Lord. We are thankful, Lord. We are grateful, Lord. We exalt your holy name forever. In Jesus' mighty name, we have given thanks. Now you are going to lift up your voice and say, Father, tonight, reach out to me in the name of Jesus. Open my ears 
to hear instruction that will change my financial level. In the name of Jesus, lift up your voice and pray that the Lord will open our ears. We will hear a voice saying, this is the way work therein. We will hear the instruction that will change our financial situation. Lord, we are asking for that silent direction. Silent instruction. That silent word. That whisper of the spirit. Ask him personally tonight. The whisper of the spirit. That right word for me. Lord, let it come my direction. Open my ears to hear it. Open my eyes to catch a vision. Let an idea drop in my spirit. That will launch me to higher financial frequency. In the name of Jesus. Lord, an idea, a ripe idea, an idea whose time has come. An idea whose season is now. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I'm asking for it. Come on, pray very well. Pray very well. Ask him. There is a supernatural dimension to wealth. My ears must be open. <coughs> I must receive an instruction from heaven. The direction of the Holy Ghost. I need one tonight. I need one tonight. Lord Jesus, I need one tonight. Rose of Sharon, I need one tonight. I don't want to be at the same financial level. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Blessed be your name, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Now you are going to decree and declare, Father, by your mercy and favor, draw the wealth of nations to me. The wealth of nations. Let them be drawn unto me by your mercy and by your favor in this nation and in this economy. The wealth of nations. Lift up your voice and begin to pray for yourself. I'll share one or two things with you from scriptures and we pray more. Lord, draw to me as an individual, as your son, the wealth of nations. The wealth of nations. The blessed wealth of nations. In the name of Jesus. Draw to me, draw to me, Lord. Draw to me, Lord. Blessed be your name. In Jesus' name, the Lord will pray. Father, tonight have your way. We ask that you open our inner eyes. We ask that you will show us what we need to see. You will speak to us in a way that our ears will be open to receive the next instruction for our next financial elevation. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord of heaven. In Jesus' name, the Lord will pray. And everybody say amen. amen. Please be seated. Let's consider our text again. As we launch further in our prayer quest. On my season of prosperity is now. And I must step into it. Second Kings chapter 4. We looked at it from verse 1. And we are drawing out certain things from there. By the instruction of the spirit. For those that were not here when we started praying this scripture. We'll do a kind of a summary from 2 Kings chapter 4. It is a popular scripture. The Bible showed us a scenario where a woman, one of the wives of the sons of the prophet. Cried unto Elisha, the prophet or the trainer. 
And uh, the Bible says the woman cried out because they had the situation. The husband is dead. The creditors has also come to come and take their two sons. It was a pitiful situation, but unfortunately, she couldn't help herself. And then the Bible says the first question the prophet asked her was, what do you have? What do you have in your house? And she said, your maidservant has nothing in the house but a jar of oil. And I discovered that what you disdain will not accelerate. What you disdain will not appreciate. The grace and the gift you disdain may not work for you. What do you have? Your maidservant has nothing. It is because her eyes had not been opened to what she had. That's why she's in a situation that what she needed could not be generated. When God opened our eyes to what we have, we will be able to create and generate what we need. When we identify what we have, we will be empowered to be able to generate what we don't have. Praise God. So she said, your maid servant had nothing, but except a jar of oil. So the jar of oil to her is nothing. Uh, today we're going to pray in this direction. The word house there also talks about us because we are God's building. What do you have? It is a word you have in your hand. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with Daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. He said, What do you have in your house? There will always be something in the house to change what you are passing through. There will always be something in the house. And we are God's building, we are not empty. So when the prophet said, What do you have in your house? In our generation or in our situation now, God is asking, what do you have inside of you? What do you have in you that can change what is around you? What do you have in your house? She said, your servant had nothing. We need God to open our eyes to what we have. Because what you have is your potential to create your prosperity. What you have is your potential to create your possibilities. Every possibility in life is at the mercy of the potential. What is a potential? What is potent but yet discovered? What can be utilized but not yet identified? Ooh. Potential is that which is heavy within 
but has not been released without. So we need to pray in diverse direction, number one, that God will open our eyes to what we also have. Because until our eyes open to what she had, there was nothing that the supernatural can rest upon. Glory to God. So, there, 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 are, there is the physical, the natural, and there is the supernatural. In the school of wealth, the two of them must work together. Until you discover what you have, what you don't have will continue to be your boss. There is something that must be in man and on man that the supernatural will rest upon. Moses, what is in your hand? A rod. And then, the supernatural rested on the rod. It became something else. The same thing in the school of wealth. There is something you have in you until it is discovered and annexed. The supernatural may not have anything to rest upon. Some are crying for change of financial level and the God is sending the prophet to you to ask you, what do you have in your house? Because we need to first know what you have in your house before we provoke what is in heaven to come upon it. Praise God. So, we have looked at it. Number one, we saw there was a crisis. We, and I told you three things that could cause crisis in life. Do you still remember? Can you share number one with me? What are the things that can lead people to crisis financially? Natural occurrences that they were not prepared for. Natural things that can just happen at any time. They were not prepared for it. It can leak finances forever. Number two. Number two. Wrong decisions and error. Wrong choices. Wrong choices. You are the only one that came to class that day. Everybody was in, They were in spirit now. Don't worry. We are changing level now. One day we'll be doing exam. When I teach, you would come for exam. We are shifting to school of disciple now. The whole church now is disciple church now. Praise God. So, there are natural incidences that you don't prepare for. That can waste people's finances. Wrong decision. Wrong financial move. Wrong investment. And then number three is the attack of life. Attacks can come in and waste the destinies of people. And then the financial destiny also can be attacked. Just like we saw in the book of Judges chapter 6, that when the Midianites sown and when it is time for harvest, the enemy will come and take away their harvest. Those ones are attacked. Harvest wasters. They allow people to labor, but they won't allow them to enjoy their labor. In the name of Jesus, I prophesy. In this season, everything attacking your harvest, the Lord will arrest them. Say amen like a believer. So there are crises. And I shared with you number two, that from this same scripture, there are instructions that leads to elevation. The prophet gave the woman an instruction and that changed our whole situation. Sometimes we are waiting for one heavy wind to blow and God is only saying, if only you will follow only simple instructions. Only simple instruction. Lord Moses, speak to the rock. It's not too difficult. Just speak to the rock. Speak to the rock and water will come. The inside the instruction of God is eating the change of man. Inside the instructions of God is eating the elevations of man. The, the, the window of Sarafat. Just obey simple instruction. Give me water. Give me bread. If, since they said this is the only thing I have and we will die. Don't worry. Do that first by the Lord. And then she did it. The whole death she was waiting for disappeared. Inside the instructions of God lies the elevations of man. In, 
inside the instructions of God lies the change of stories of man. But the most, the most difficult thing for man is, number one, hearing the instruction. Because the instruction you don't hear, it will be difficult for you to follow. The direction you don't receive, you will end up in frustration. That's why we pray, and we are still praying now, open my ears to hear that instruction. That instruction. It may be simple, but in the simplicity is the magnitude of the change. Number two thing is the willingness to do. There are some instructions God will put on you that will be difficult for your flesh to answer. Difficult. It wasn't easy for the woman to give what she had. Who does that? No matter the size of the prophet. Not even in this generation. Some people will say, prophet, bring the one in your hand first. <laughs> and they are hard to eat. So, the willingness, the ability to follow the instructions of God. Sometimes it could be tough. It may not even be in the area of money. God, so, some people are still struggling with God in forgiving people. They are, God only goes there forgives. They only goes, oh, you don't know. You don't, you don't know how this person did this thing. To follow the instructions of God, sometimes it is grievous. But can I tell you something? It is inside the instructions of God that the transformation of men lies. You can't change God with the only one that can only change. And God can't change his instruction because of one man. Praise God. Be listen, because, uh, what's his name? Jonah was running away from God. Did not make God change his mind about Nineveh. It's an instruction. In your death or alive, you will go to Nineveh. If you want to go or not, go there. <laughs> Jonah was running away. He said, go, you are going to go there. And until he got to Nineveh, the change in Nineveh did not appear. Only one instruction. What he was running away from, he only need to go there and say what God said. Immediately, he opened his mouth. The people repented, including animals. Sometimes, the long prayer we are praying, the answer is hidden in, a, in an instruction. Open my ears to hear. That one instruction that will change my life. That is a key. So the woman had an instruction and we said, thank God for people and prophets in town that can still hear God. That, thank God for people like Elisha that could still hear what God is saying. In the midst of this tough situation of the woman, the instruction was so simple and funny. What do you have in your house? A little oil. Go and borrow more. Who does that? You borrow in the midst of nothing. Who will even borrow you when they know the last one you borrowed, they wanted to take your two sons? He said, go and borrow more. Yeah. But because God says so. And then when she followed the instruction godlyly, because in a sensible way, we all of us know that you can't be pouring little oil and it will be more than little oil. It can't be more than little oil. But because God said so, can I shock you? Every time God instructs man, he has already gone ahead of that man. God said so. So the woman had all options to have said little oil. This prophet is not saying where he needs to go and wash his eyes. But she followed godly. I'm praying for you. The grace to follow the instructions of God to the core. Lord, supply us tonight. Even when it is grievous, give us grace to follow. Oh, the people that came to church today are not ready for it. And then now we are seeing also, we are going to pray to just one. That There are two helpers, three helpers of destiny in the life of this woman in this scripture. We want to pray that one today. If we couldn't finish, we'll continue from there. Helper of destiny number one was the prophet. Prophets are helpers of destiny. What if she had looked for the prophet and she couldn't find him? She wouldn't have known what to do. 
Nobody will have given us such an instruction. And secondly, her situation has beclouded her so much that she, it will be difficult for her to hear God. Because at this point, I perceive she will be angry with God. My husband was a servant of God. Why will we die in death? Why will he die? And you say you are God in heaven. So, at, and then not only that, you watch my husband die. And now they want to take my two sons. And you are still watching there in heaven. That woman at that point will have been looking at God. So her spiritual antenna will have been blocked. She can't hear. Even if she was a prophetess, she can't hear heaven anymore. Because sometimes when problem overclouds man, your ears are deaf. Because your flesh will take over. So the woman can't access instruction by herself. She needed an helper of destiny. And that prophet was the number one. Number two helper of destiny were her neighbors. That she went to go and ask empty jars from. It is not every neighbor that will borrow you things. No, not every neighbor is helpful. So this woman had neighbors that could still be, help her with their empty jars. It was empty because everybody had nothing. That's why they had empty. But they could still help her with their empty jar. Ah, there is a word for somebody there. In the midst of their emptiness, they were still helpful. They had nothing, but they could still borrow her empty jar. Yeah. Now, those are helper of destiny number two. There are the helper of destiny from afar. That is the prophet. The helper of destiny from near. Those are the neighbor. Then the helper of destiny within. Those are the two sons. Do you know why? I said they were helpers of destiny. Who were the one bringing the empty jars to her? They were the two sons. As she was holding the oil pouring, the boys were bringing. And then when she said, bring more, they said it is finished. Immediately they said it is finished, the oil ceased. Those ones too had option. Option they could have access, they could have run away. If it were to be me, and I know my father died. He borrowed money. Um, he used me as a collateral. <laughs> the moment I've seen the creditor come in to come and take me, arrest me for the debt that my father owed, I would run away to Kilimanjaro where they won't find me. So, but they stood with their mother in the midst of the challenge. There are people that can't stay with you when you have challenge. It is only when things are good for you, you see them. When things turn, they run away from you. These ones also are helpers of destiny. So we are praying three prayers. Number one, helper of destiny from afar. Helper of destinies from near. And helper of destinies from within. That I need for my change of financial situation. We are calling them forth tonight. Are you ready to pray that prayer? And then I will leave you with the other ones to go home and pray. And then I will take it up from there. In the next section. What is inside of me? My house. I have something in my house. But my house is not open to it. Lord, open my eyes to it. If it is dead, wake it up. There are some ideas God had given you before, but now they have gone on vacation. There must be a rev revival, a resuscitation. Because God will always change the levels of men most times by giving them instruction. Job, pray for your friend. Until Job prayed for his friend, his situation did not change. 
You can't change God. We can only change ourselves. Rise on your feet. Let's pray. And I'd like you to lift up your voice and thank God first for the helpers of destiny that God has used for you in the past. The people that God has used to help you, to aid your journey in the past. If you appreciate God for people, it will bring more good ones. Lift up your voice. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for the helpers of destiny that you have used for me positively in the past. I give you thanks for the people that you have used in my life for good in the past. I am thankful. Lift up your voice and just thank God for the... With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The helpers of destiny. Those that God have used for you in the past. Before you got to where you are now. Some people had played some roles. You may not like them. You may not love the way they, and the relationship ended. But thank God that they were once there. They were once there. Some doors would not have opened for you. If not that God positioned some people ahead of you. Some things would not have been easy for you. If not that God had positioned some people to be around you. I thank 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 you, Lord. Blessed be your name. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. And now you are going to lift up your voice. Say in the name of Jesus, help us of destiny from afar. Help us of destiny from near. Help us of destiny from within that will change my financial level. Oh Lord, arise, send them to me. Connect me with them. In the name of Jesus. Oh Father, I am asking. If only you can pray, something is breaking up. There are helpers of destiny on the earth that have a role to play in your financial quest. My father, my father. Lepadama kudemagalaba. Help us of destiny from afar. Help us of destiny from near. Help us of destiny from within. That will play a positive role in my change of financial level. Send them. Send them to me. I am calling them forth. I call them for Lord, connect me with them. Connect me with them. Ebrazuta agadaya. Rakapakosoto egedidia. Limrunde keta aduskeredea. Madakuta liberotoho. Zezezuzi alakreto. Lemandro kiprati. Igazaza alodroshalaba. Send them, Lord. Help us of destiny for empowerment center. Help us of destiny. Financial helpers of destiny. Spiritual helpers of destiny. From afar, 
from near and from within. We summon them. We summon them here. We call them forth. In the name of Jesus, let nothing stop them. Let nothing hinder them. Let nothing stand on their way. We summon all of them. If this is what you call prayer, you are doing Riaza. Lord, I call them. I call them in. I call them into my life. O Zaduki Kutakalabada. Mere Posonde Elegedidia. Thank you, King of Glory. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Lift up your voice, say it one more time. Say in the name of Jesus. Utterly help and help us that I need for my next financial level. Today, my destiny, begin to magnetize them. Begin to attract them. Utterly help and help us of destiny. That would shift my financial destiny into another level. My life begin to attract them from now. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. They must come your way. My life, the magnetizer of help and helper. I receive it now. Oh, yes. The helper of destiny. Atlee agent of help. Atlee agent of help that will help me. In my financial pursuit, draw them my way. Pull them in from every corner. Drag them. My life, attract them by favor. Attract them. Attract them. Attract them. Rakaba Zado Koloma Kataya. Jibro Kozude Gedeme Keduria. Attract all of them, my father. Blessed be your name, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Now, Father, I thank you for the past help and agent of help you have used for us. Now, in this new season of our life, we ask for the spiritual help and agent of help that will change our financial destiny to place us on the accelerating move unto abundance. Send them our way in Jesus' name. Lord, when they come, may we not miss them. <laughs> in the name of Jesus. May nothing stand between us and our financial helpers of destiny. Those ones that will give us instructions that will change our life. Those ones that will lend us, open us doors, that will open us up into favor in the land. Those ones that will help us on our way to where the wealth of nations are. In the name of Jesus, from today I declare, let them begin to rush upon us. Let them surround us in the name of Jesus. Now from today, may we not miss our season. Thank you, my father. Now, the same way God has positioned people your way as financial helpers, he has also positioned you as financial helpers for some. Therefore, in the same way, I declare that those that God has assigned and prepared you for as your own agent and subject of help to render help to. May God show them to you. In the name of Jesus. And so shall it be. Lord, tonight once more speak to us like never before. Lord, we ask that may the Holy Ghost give us supernatural interpretation and help us in all our financial route. Blessed be your holy name. 
In Jesus' name, the Lord, we pray. And everybody say a big amen. Please celebrate Jesus with your clap offering. Be seated. I want you to get back and settle on that word. There is something in your house. Open my eyes to it. It looks little, but inside its littleness is what God wants to use. It doesn't have to be big to be great. It could be little, but when the supernatural comes on it, it produces big time. That thing you call little now, God will multiply it. I'm speaking to somebody. God will multiply. That little business will become an empire. Hey. In the name of Jesus. I'll talk about that later. She had a little oil. She ended up becoming a factory of oil. An empire from what was once this day. Well, I believe so deeply in my spirit that God has brought our way today a financial helper. Now, there are many ways why she is, number one. Having been here over and over, she had been of a good help to an uncountable large number of people, especially in the areas of their credit issues. Number two, she's also a minister of the gospel. She's a Bible study teacher. So she's not just talking about money. She also understands the dimension of spiritual wealth in the kingdom. Number three is that she is referred to often as financial nanny. And I believe nannies are destiny molders. They are positioned to help a child and raise a child and guard and keep. So tonight, once more, she had, she is going to be with us on this Thursday and then on Sunday to share things with us, not just to help us in our credits, you know, like I wrote on, on the wall, that in America, a good credit is an asset. A bad credit is a liability. A very bad credit can be a very bad life. <laughs> because you will see opportunities like this. You'll be willing to, but you cannot. You just cannot. Even a bad credit cannot get a house. A bad one. Severely bad. You can't get an accommodation. You are not trying to buy anything on credit. But you don't want to have a place to live. When they pull your credit, they see one or two. They will smile at you. So, we build credit in America not because we want to be in debt. But because we want to be positioned to be able to maximally maximize opportunities. There are rates they will never give to certain credit score. And there are rates they will consistently give to certain credit score. We may buy the same thing, but what we are going to be paying on it will be different because of our different rates. And what determines our rate is also traceable to all these things we talk about credit. So we're going to be educated afresh on what credit represents, how do we work on it, not only that, also on some things that can help us 
in our financial journey. And I believe that God had prepared her, and there is a word for somebody. Church with a clapping ovation, celebrating God and celebrating grace. Let's make welcome to the empowerment again, Mrs. Rochelle Glover, the financial nanny, as she takes us through this journey. And I surely you'll be blessed. I know you can do more than that. Make her feel welcome so that she can relocate and relocate finally to Empowerment Center. Praise God. Praise God. God bless you, Pastor. I honor you, First Lady. God bless you. Good to see you, Bonnie. Praise the Lord, everybody. Um, I want to start off by just telling you a few um, housekeeping things I need you to do. At the end of this session, I have a form that I'd like you to fill out so that I can be ready for Sunday. And I say that because I want to make sure it has check marks. What you need for me, I want to make sure I absolutely deliver what you need on Sunday. Amen? And I want to thank you, Empowerment Center, for having me come back out once again. I honor you for that, and God will honor your um, desire to want to do better. Amen? If you have been to a class that I've held before, would you raise your hand? Amen. Praise God. All right. Okay. So there are a few uh, new people. And I want to start off by telling you, go over a scripture that the pastor mentioned. He mentioned Isaiah 30, 21. And I love Isaiah 30, 21 because it says, whether you turn to the left or to the right. You will hear a voice in your ear saying, this is the way, walk in it. So it's a couple things I want you to know about Isaiah 30, 21. When he says whether you will go to the left or to the right, you can't go to both. So you must be going wrong in one of them. And he is still telling us, praise the Lord, that I will still talk to you, Rochelle, about you're going the wrong way. Get out of that store. You don't need that. Give somebody some money. Bless them. Amen. He said, rather you go to the right or to the left, you will hear me in your ear. And it's one difference from last year, the last time I was here to this year, that the Holy Spirit is telling me you can't do it on your own. Amen? Does that make sense? Now, let me read something else. No, after Isaiah 30, 21, it's so heavy. So I want to read that, and then we're going to go on. It says, whether you turn to the right or to the left, your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. Listen to this. 22, then you will defile your idols, overlaid with silver and your images covered with gold. You will throw them away like a minstrel cloth and say to them, away with you. And so he's telling us, if we listen to what he tells us to do, all the stuff we think we like, He'll throw them away for you. You'll, you'll pass by the store. Amen. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Because our flesh is warring after our spirit. Can I give it to you like that? The reason that we like stuff and we're buying stuff that we don't necessarily need, the ooh in our stomach, is because our flesh is saying, Rochelle, buy it, buy it, buy it. And the spirit is saying, you don't need that. My daughter, save it. You'll be 65 soon. You want to retire with something. And so we're going to talk about what are the tools that will help us change our mind and start our retirement. Amen? Amen. Open your books with me, please. Everybody have a book. And those are the cutest suckers up there. Please, kids, grown-ups, help yourself to those suckers. They really are good um, that are surrounding the book. Okay? All right. Go to page three in your booklet. And I think somebody may be turning in the back, but almost everything that will be on the screen is in your booklet. It's a debt quiz on page three. I hope everybody has ink pens. But on page three, I just want you to put yes or no to the, to the items to try to understand what you think you know, need to know from the workshop. Like number one, do you, know your, do you know what's on your credit report? In order to fix it, you've got to know what's on it. And I'm going to tell you right now, if you have good credit, you can go anywhere in the United States and get anything that you want. So it's important that we fix it as quickly as we can and get it as high as we can. Uh, some of the other questions, are you afraid to look at your credit score? So just mark yes or no to those questions. This is your booklet. Um, this will be your workbook for the next two days. If you have, does anybody need an ink pen? Let's talk about that. Everybody got an ink pen? Talk to me, amen? Okay. Um, do you know your FICO score? Do you know what a credit score is? We're going to talk about how to fix it and how important it is. Uh, are you a saver? By a show of hands, are you a saver or a spender? If you're a spender by nature, raise your hand. Tell the truth, shame the devil. Okay. I am a spender by nature. So I knew that my savings couldn't even touch my hand. Amen? I could not have it in my purse when I left the house. So that means your savings has got to come out before you even get your check. Amen? Amen. Okay. Uh, do you tithe? Do you give to church? Um, when I come to churches, I tell them all the time, I don't even talk to the pastor about tithing or grace giving and all that, but I will tell you a testimony. If you want to get your money straight, get your money straight with God. So are you a tither or are you a grace giver? Do you live paycheck to paycheck? Is financial problems causing strife in your house where, you know, my husband rolling his eyes, I'm rolling my eyes and because money is wrong. So yes or no. Um, are you paying more money towards your mortgage? Some of the questions. Another question, do you have adequate insurance? We cannot afford not to have insurance because if somebody hits your car and you can't buy a brand new car, you need to call Allstate, Farmers, somebody and say, fix my car. Amen? Um, do you talk finances with your children? Everybody in here is at, a, at an age that they should know finances. I command that your children are here because they need to know savings. That baby needs to know right now that if he gets an allowance of $5, a dollar should be put up. Amen? 
And if we teach them now, when they get our age, when they get my age, they'll have some money saved. Um, do you know how much money is coming into your house? My boys are out of the house now. Um, my, my husband and I are at the house by ourselves, and they live in Florida. But from the age of 15, 16, when they started working, we knew how much they were making, and they started contributing to the household. And so you need to know what's coming in your house. You need to know because the power of two or three in the house, all our money should be pulled together, and it makes things easier. Amen? Amen. Okay, you may have not finished that, but I know time is going to fly, so I want you to go to page four. And I want to do an exercise on this page. Some of your, the ink may be off a little, I'm sorry, but um, at the top of the page it says, name three things you're wishing for. Does everybody see that? Three things you would like, your wish list. Amen? I want you to write down three things you're wishing for right now. Material things or just, you know, whatever, a, a Maserati, you know, I'm, I'm wishing for a husband or a wife. I'm wishing for a yeah, new vacuum cleaner. I'm wishing somebody to fix my windshield. My windshield, this is the third time it's been broke. So name three things that you're wishing for. I want you to put those down. Then some of you, hopefully from the last class, know something about this. But I want you to scream out at me some things you think you need. Okay? So what do you need? We talked about what we wish for, right? And what you wish for and what you need is two different things, I hope. So what would you consider a need in your, in your life? Money. That's a good one. Okay, let's put it on the table. Okay? That's good. Talk to me, girlfriend. Thank you. In, car, did you say? House. Okay, good one. Car, insurance, food, key. What goes with food? If you don't have it in a couple days, you start dying. Huh? Aqua, water, right. A vacation, amen. Okay, amen, my sister. Okay, at the top of your page, it says a need is a need for it. Does everybody see that? Okay, from here on out, I want you to change your definition of a need. Every time you walk in a store, every time you get money, every time you get a check, I want you to divide in your head, in your spirit, do I need it, do I want it, or do I desire it? Because they're all three different. And once we get in our spirit, the differences will stop spending money making them richer, amen, and us poorer. Because let me tell you something, brothers and sisters, they do not want you to know financial education. Because if you know, you'll start saving like them and not buying their crap, making them richer, while we still are wanting and mad because we don't have it, so we buy more. Anybody feeling me on that? So that's why you don't see on the radio or hear all of that about um, save uh, the, interest, the, the interest rates on stocks were 17% in 2017. The stock market closed at 17% in the year 2017. I did not hear it once on Steve Harvey on 107.5. But if I turn it to 100.3, they're talking about money and saving and investing and all that. They don't want us to know because we are the biggest spenders in the economy. We make their economy. You feeling me on that? 
And so once we get it in our spirit, in our head, oh, wait a minute, hold up. I'm not going to build your economy. I'm going to keep my money in-house. I'm going to produce. Listen to this. As a house, we're going to have our own companies. We're going to have our own beauty salons, our own grocery stores. The Asian people turn their money in their neighborhood seven times before it leaves their community. Soon as we get a check, we go to Dillard's and Steinmart's and Belts and Walmart, and we're making them richer, and nothing is coming back to our community. Amen? Can I give it to you like I feel it? You guys ready for that? Okay, because if we knew, oh, we're going to talk about that too. I'm going to take you there, okay? You ready? <laughs> Slow down a little bit. Here you go. A need here on out. Write this next to need. It says a need is a need for, I want you to write survival. From here on out. All you need that's a need is what's going to keep you alive. Because real talk, one out of nine children in the world is starving. So we need food and water. That's what I need. Everything else is a want, a desire, something in my stomach that's saying, Rochelle, I can do better. So a want, write this down next to want, equals comfort. See that on that page? Which means that everything else up here keep me comfortable. I love you, I love my sisters, I love my family, but I want my own house so I can walk around how I want to walk around, amen, right? I want my own car because I don't want you to pick me up. Have you ever waited for somebody to pick you up from work and they come late? So I want my own car, and they come like they on time. Have you ever had that, my sister? I got a whole story about that, okay? So I want my own car. I want insurance so if you hit me, I can get a new car, right? I want a vacation, my sister right, so I don't have to hit you in the head from stressing out. But the deal is, is that it's not uh, necessarily a need. We will survive. The first time I ever saw Tent City, uh, anybody ever seen that on 30 under the bridge, people living under the bridge? It's like 300 people that don't have a home. They're living in tents. So they would want their own place. Amen? Amen. And now pleasure equals desire. Write that down. Or is it backwards? Desire equals pleasure. Has nothing to do with making me comfortable. It has everything to do with the ooh in my stomach. It's so pretty. It look good on me. I can fit it. It tastes good. You can't miss me on food. You know, people say, I don't know how I gain weight. I know. Rochelle goes hard. Okay. I have no excuse. Amen? And so the deal is, is that the pleasures are the things that we see and we like, oh, I just got to have it. The shoes are on sale. They fit. I love them. They match my dress. The makeup, the hair, the, 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 um, uh, uh, the phones, the iPhones. My husband is a tech guy, and I absolutely believe he breaks his phone maybe every year and a half so he can get a new iPhone, whatever. So men are guilty also, Right? And so the situation is, is that it is a pleasure. We don't need it, but it is costing us dearly. Let me give you an example. I have moved six times in 13 years with Corporate America. I was a vice president in finances, and um, they just sent me all over the country. When I came to Texas, it was the first time I ever heard of Papa Doe. And baby, they have blackened catfish that is so good. Wow. If my husband want to make me happy, all he does, baby, you want to go to Papa Dose? And I'm like, hey, hey, hey. 
let's go. Me, my husband, and two boys was going to Papa Do's twice a month. We're dropping $150 every time we go to Papa Do's. So that means we are spending $300 a month at Papa Do's. If I would have kept that insanity going for a year, I would have spent $3,600 at Papa Do's. If I would have kept going, in three years, we will have given Papa Do's $10,000. Is that not heavy? So at the bottom of your book, what I want you to do, it says three guilty pleasures. Do you see that, my sisters and brothers? Amen? I want you to write down just one thing that you blow money on, and the truth will make you free, okay? One thing that you blow money on and how much you spend on it in a month, okay? Now, it could be hair, makeup, shoes, clothes, restaurants, my kids, my grandkids. Whatever you know, it's a pleasure. You don't have to have it, but <laughs> And men, I know you're guilty also. So you don't have to put down three. Put down one thing. And then what I want you to do is put down how much it is in a year. And I want this group to talk about it for a minute. And I want somebody to give me one number of how much you spend in a year out of this group. Okay? This group, I want... One, two, three, four, you guys to talk about your guilty pleasure. I want one spokesperson to tell me out of your guilty pleasures what as a total you spend in a year. Okay? So example, if yours is shoes, you spend maybe two hundred a month, ten months is two thousand, twenty four hundred dollars. His may be two thousand, so now you have forty four hundred for the year. Everybody got me? Okay, so um sister uh first lady come up there. Okay, you are with them. Okay, and then you guys back here. From here, you three talk, okay? Can you come up here with them, my sister? And then I would like you, my sister, to go back there with them and talk to these, that young lady. Uh, she looks young, though. Pastor and that young man. Are you, you're not that young? You work? Okay, then you're in it too then, okay? And I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you five minutes to talk about it. How much are you spending what is that item? So I want you to still put down your item, but I want you to put how much you're spending in a year. It could be restaurants. It could be shopping. It could be shoes. Some people are shoe. It could be designer purses. Amen? I'm a purple lipstick fanatic right now. I saw you look. I got probably 10 tubes. Why? Crazy. Okay? So I'm going to give you a few minutes to do that. And then pick a spokesperson who will tell me the total. I need a napkin. Is it a Kleenex I can wipe this off? Thank you, sir. Okay. And so because the catch is, is that you're going to notice that just from the cup, you may not even realize how much you were spending. So how much are we spending and you got maybe about one more minute to discuss it amongst your group. Okay. You got 60 more seconds to discuss your guilty pleasures. It's not a need. It's not anything that will keep you alive. It's not a want. It's not anything that's going to make you comfortable. It's purely a desire that, that gives you happiness.
Okay. Needs, wants, and desires. Okay, guys, you're going to wrap that up in 30 seconds, and then I'm going to call on your team. This is team one, team two, team three, team four in the back. Okay? Okay. Team one, team two, team three, team four. Team four, are you ready in the back? You guys are ready? You got a total? Okay. Team one, you guys are ready? Okay. Team two, they're spinning the light over here, guys. <laughs> team two, do I need to go by yellow calculator because, okay, I got you. No problem. Team three, one more minute. Now, don't forget, you have under, you have under needs, it's the first Bible. You have under wants, it's for comfort. And you have under desire, it's for pleasure. Now, since you have time, you don't have to do it, but then think about some other budget busters in your life. We're not going to discuss them. I only said one, but some of us have more than one budget buster. I like eating out. I like the Goodwill. I like resale shops. I would tear a resale shop up, put it in the cleaners, and rock it. But the catch now is, Rochelle, is it something that you need in your life? Is it money that I could be putting up? Does that make sense? Because we're going to look at everything different. I want you to look at every penny that you have. Is it for me or is it for them? Because every time you put up some money, it's for you. Every time you spend what you don't need to spend, it's for them. Okay, we're going we're gonna to come together now, guys. Okay, team two, we're going to shop it with them because they're not playing. Okay? okay, team two, we're closing in. Team three. You guys ready? Okay, we're going to start with team four because they were ready first. Okay, can somebody stand up and be the representative for team four? Okay, everybody listen up. Team four, captain, pastor, huh? Pastor, somebody. Okay, give me an amount. Anybody. How much was it? Hundred a month, huh? Between you, three hundred a month or a year, a month. So between all four of you guys, you only spend extra three hundred dollars, right? So in ten months, that's three thirty-six hundred is what you 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 blow money on. Between the four of you, okay, Pastor, you guys sure? Okay, <laughs> okay. So $3,600, and what's your biggest item you blow money on? Clothes, shoes, what? Food and clothes? Food, clothes. Okay. Team three, back here. Yes, ma'am, you. How much you spend, huh? <laughs> How much you spend in a year between the three of you? Nine hundred a year, so in extra in cl clothes, shoes, you, restaurants. Okay, so how much do you spend eating out in a month? Yeah. Huh? 
Okay, wait a minute. Listen up, guys. Listen up, my sisters. So you're saying you spend 900 in a year eating out. Okay, what do you spend in a year eating out, my sister here? Okay, how about clothes? Fifty. <laughs> how much? How much do you think? Okay, that's good. So, in your past, how much? <laughs> the truth will make you free, sweetie. <laughs> so, is it is it over two hundred a month? <laughs> A month? Okay, and I know, I know we're saying in the past. So a hundred a month. Okay, so yours is twelve hundred, hers is nine hundred. That's twenty one hundred right there. How about you, my brother? On what? Clothes? Right, not now. Right. So 300 a month. So yours is 3600. Yours is 900. That's 46, 4500. Yours is 1000. So your you guys, your team is $4500. Food, clothes, etc. cuz cuz I I got a method to this. So so hang with me, okay? Okay, now I'm excited about these two teams. Listen up, folks. How much is yours? Who's your representative? Real talk. Give them a hand. $20,000. Yay. Because here's the deal, guys. You got to put it on the table. Here's the deal. I have got to go to the Lord and tell him, I like chicken. I like fried chicken. I like anybody's chicken. I can't lose weight because I like fried chicken and mashed potatoes. Lord, you made me. You knew I was going to like chicken 2,000 years ago. Hallelujah. But you got to take this away from me because it's not healthy for me. So first of all, you got to put it on the table. Amen. He know. Everybody know. And we pretending. Can I give it to you like that? So you got to come to him boldly because he knows us. He made us. He created us. He loves us. And he wants the best for us. When he says, I wish that you should prosper and be in good health, he wants us to have money and be healthy. But why? Because I need you, Rochelle, to be here to help other folks. I need you to pull crap out of your car. I need you to give somebody something if they need it. If this is my girlfriend and I see she lost her job, I should be able to give her a grand. Amen? And we can't, if I'm eating a three-piece, sneak it every other day. I got to put it on the table. I had to tell my husband, as soon as you go to work, I get the clothes out the trunk and hide them in the closet. Amen? He goes, you're kidding me. Yeah, because I got to put it on the table because I am hurting. And it's not doing anything for me. And when I think it's bringing me pleasure, actually I sit back and it's still pain because it's not fulfilling anything. I got all these clothes. I got all these shoes. I got 50 lace front wigs under the bed. I got every kind of lipstick, every kind of makeup, every kind of perfume, and I'm still unhappy. What the heck is going on? Can I give it to you like I feel it? And so to be delivered from that, first of all, we've got to tell him, admit where we are. 20000 amen. I feel good about that, girl. Okay? Mostly what? Clothes? Shoes? 
pretty. We pretty, aren't we, ladies? Okay. And so how do we stop that? How do we, how do we present it to the Lord? How do we lay it at his feet? Because they're, 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 they're commercializing us, guys. They're, they're showing us stuff every other day so we can say, ooh, I got to have it. Now it's not working on commercials anymore because we can fast forward through it or we have Netflix and all that. But now when you go on Instagram or Facebook and all that, a commercial pops up. Yes. Google, a commercial. Um, I love, um, um, starts with a P, Christian music, any kind of music. Pandora. If you don't pay to get rid of commercials, every other song is a commercial. Why? Because they're, they want to get in me. Does that make sense? They want to be a part of me. They want me to say, okay, oh, yeah, I got to have that. I got to have that shoe. I've got to have that clothes. I got to have that chicken. I got to have new clothes for my baby, even though she hasn't worn out whatever. I've got to have Michael Jordan gym shoes, and he don't give a care about any of us. He marrying whoever, amen, whoever he wants to, and her prenup says if she gets a divorce, she gets a million dollars for every year they were married. Her prenup says every kid she has by him, she gets $5 million. Soon as they got married, girlfriend had twins. Now I want you to look up what is Michael Jordan doing for the community? Nothing. He invests in prisons. Why? Because he's banking that that's where we'll be and that's where the money is. But see, is he investing in a community or doing something? Uh-uh. And we're buying his crap? No, we woke. Does that make sense? Okay, now they were calculating a long time, guys. Let's hear your number. Okay, that's good. Give them a hand. 9,200. And what is, what is your stuff? Electronics. My husband is in your group. Okay. Okay, now listen, look at this. I want you to see something really deep. Uh, things. Number one, there is $49,000 right in this room in a year. We have enough resources in this room to have our own companies, to have our own restaurants, to have our own beauty supplies, to order bundles of shoes, and say, if you want shoes, go to the shoe closet, put in your credit card, and pick up your shoes. And then whatever dividend goes back to the house of the Lord or something like that. Our problem is, is that we're so disconnected, we don't even know what we have. Here you go, Pastor. In the house, that's an asset. Because number one, we didn't even know individually really what we're spending. Amen? We got to calculate. Like Jeffrey, we got to cipher. We had to get our calculators. We had to think about it, blah, 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 blah. So that means we're not even, um, we don't even have a budget to where, that, where our money's going. And the word says that your money will take wings and fly away like an eagle to the sky. If a bird left here, we don't know where it went. And that's what our money's doing because we are not even tracking it. We're not telling our money where to go. Amen? So what do I want you to get out of this whole exercise? Number one, you have the power to make moves financial moves in your own church, in your own community, in your own house. I did a financial class for um, 
uh, T.D. Jakes, a group in his church, uh, the Potter's House, they had a, a group for millennials. And so it's maybe about 20 of them, and they were attorneys, doctors, vice presidents, da-da-da-da-da, and nine of them were family members. And in the nine family members, listen to this, they spent $50,000 a month on pleasures. And none of them knew each other was spending that kind of money. So if you, my sister and brother, and you got that kind of money, we need to have a family meeting and say, what are we about to buy? What are we about to own? What are we about to invest in? Does that make sense, ladies and gentlemen? Because once we know collectively how much we have in the house, we can do something about it as a community. And they don't want us to know that because they don't want us to gather and see how much resources we have. They don't want that. So it's time for us to start buying property, start buying businesses, start being like Asian people where they have a whole community, blocks of stuff. They got their own doctors, they got their own CVS, they got their own grocery store. Anybody know that? Anybody been by Plano Keratin? They, everything in there is Asian, Asian, right? They have the best coffee you'll ever have in your life. I don't even know what to say, but it's good. And when I come in there, they're nice, but everybody work there is Asian. Everybody in the block, the donut shop, everything. And we have got to start thinking about putting our money back in our community. Now, here's the deal. I'm not telling you not to have guilty ple uh, pleasures. That's not what I'm saying to you. What I am saying to you is that you need to budget. The next time I see you next month, I want you have, have to have written down, this is how much money I am going to blow. This is how much money is going to be my ooh. And once that money is gone, your fun is over, baby. Your fun money should be in cash because I am dangerous with a debit card. And let me give you an example. If my fun money is $100 and now I'm down to 80 and I know I'm down to 80, but the shoes are on sale for 30, I would still get them. Anybody else? The truth will make you free. So now I went just $10 over, but I don't want you to go a penny over because if it's in cash, if it's not in the envelope, you can't get it. Does everybody understand that? Because from here on out, you have got to say to yourself, what are my needs? When you start off in every check, every piece of money you got, Lord, I dedicate this to you. Lord, what do you want me to do with it? I am going to be quiet. I'm not going to make a move until you tell me what I need to do with your resources. I am your servant. You are my master. I am a steward over what you have given me. This is not mine anyway. And maybe you haven't given me any more because I'm jacking up what you already gave me. Is it okay if I say that, Pastor? Okay. And I had to come to terms with that because he told me, Rochelle, okay, I want you to absolutely live what you preach. I want you to absolutely do what I tell you to do with your money. And as much as I like this blue and white dress at Steinmark's, he clearly told me, you don't need that. You will hear a voice in your ear behind you saying, this is the way to go. And eventually he won't even have me going at Steinmark's because it won't mean anything to me. Amen. So a need is for what? Survival. Very good. Taking notes. They're taking notes, Pastor. Okay, and a want is for what? Comfort. And a desire is for pleasure. And I want you to keep in mind that you have $49,000 of resources. We're going to talk about what we can do as a family of believers 
as a family within your family to say, how much can we put aside to, to build our own supermarket? Don't that sound great? That it's a community supermarket and all the resources go back into a pot in our community. And then at the end of the year, you guys split up the dividends of what the supermarket made. That sounds great. Nobody has to know. You know, it'll be whatever, whatever supermarket because I want everybody to come by. It's like um, uh, my girl Trump's wife, that's her name, um, changed her designer label to uh, a Venti or something because her stuff wasn't selling. It said Trump and nobody's buying it. So she changed her designer name to Aventi. Did you guys know that? Yes. Okay, so you think you're buying something else, you are still buying them. That's why education is key. Amen? And I kind of like just tell everybody so you'll know that. And so, <laughs> so the deal is, is that if it's, oh, and I don't have this on your, your book, but I want you to put down these two things. I want you to put down pain or pleasure. I want you to ask yourself, every time you go in the store, am I buying to cover pain or am I buying to induce pleasure? Because I had to come to terms that I will celebrate by eating anything. I had a bad day at work, I need to go eat. I got a promotion, ooh, I need to go eat. I'm mad at my husband, I'm going to eat by myself. We having a good time, ooh, let's go to dinner. So you have got to ask yourself in your spirit, Lord, what's driving me? What is going on with me emotionally that I feel like I have to take this money and do something with it that's contrary to what you want me to do? Okay? And then he showed me something just a month ago. I was teaching a class at a homeless shelter. right on this page. I want you to write Y-F-D-A-C-A-Y. Okay? And I want you to remember this when you're out buying and you're trying to decipher if it's a need, a want, or a desire. Okay? And I want you to put this under it. Your flesh don't care about you. It took me to tears because I have an excuse for everything. And right now I got the money thing down. But the enemy is working with me about eating. And in my quiet time, these letters. Clears, I'm talking to you. What is that? What is that? And then he said, your flesh don't care about you. Your flesh don't care if you wear 400. Your flesh don't care if you have diabetes. Your flesh don't care that you take two pills and the doctor's threatening to put you on a needle. Your flesh don't care if you broke. Your flesh don't care if you don't have an emergency fund. Your flesh don't care if you don't have a house. You don't have clothes for the kids. You, don't, you can't pay the electric bill. I want what I want. And our flesh is punking us out. But God is bigger hallelujah, than what your flesh is. And what you have in you, the spirit of the Lord, is way bigger than what our flesh is telling us to do. You've just got to decide that the Holy Spirit is going to win this battle, and I am not going out of 2018 the way I came in it. Amen? 
there is going to be a change in flesh. It, what it says, it says, uh, resist and he shall flee. What is it? There you go. And he will flee. Am I right? He'll leave you alone if you leave him alone. If you say, you know, I ain't studying that. I am not going in the store. I'm going to put this money in the bank and I'm not going to touch it. And I don't need anything new. I'm going to wash this and press it and I'm going to keep stepping. I'm already wonderfully and beautifully made. I don't need a new iPhone 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 that's already on the shelf. Please know that. They're just waiting for us to get bored so we can get a new one. And Steve Jobs would have given his very, every dime he got to still be alive today because he presented iPhone 5, I think, on his deathbed. If you remember, he came out looking like a skeleton. Steve Jobs weighed about 120. Um, um, I think he had colon cancer or something like that, and he still wanted to present the last iPhone before he died. And maybe about a month later, he died. So that tells you money doesn't mean everything. Where are we with our relationship with the Lord, and are we ready to give, and as a community, as a house, put our money together, put our resources together, and don't be a slave to these companies who are, who are just, just wheeling us in Walmart. That yellow, stupid clearance balloon, you know what I'm talking about? And we go over there, what's on clearance? <laughs> oh, I need pumpkin beans, pork and beans, tin cans. No, I don't. And so we've got to stop that. Does that make sense? And I, I stay on that because the key to fixing your credit, and we're going to fix your credit, but the key to fixing it is first fixing your mind. Because if you fix your mind, once you fix your credit, it'll stay fixed. The companies that tell you, call us today, uh, credit cleanup, will fix your credit. They're not saying anything about fixing it permanently because they want you to come back next year. I would hope that I just come back to your next anniversary. Amen? Because we're all delivered. And I'm coming back to, to Empowerment Center Grocery Store. Hallelujah. Okay. Okay, I'm coming back to your beauty supply, your beauty shop, whatever. Because we have it. What did the pastor say? I love this. Everything that we need to grow is already in the house. In the house. So it's in your house, in your body, and it's in your house, in your church. We are the church. And we have the resources to, to really do some big things. And nobody wants to show us that. Nobody wants to tell us that. Nobody's telling us that they're making buku money on stocks and bonds. It's still growing like heck. This year, year to date, it's not doing as well as they forecasted, but they're uh, uh, forecasting still stocks to be 8 or 9% by year end. Bank of America, Wells Fargo savings account is 0.20%. If stocks are making 8 or 9%, the money that we're spending on clothes and shoes and going out and me popping those, I need to be banking it into something that's going to make give me a return. Make sense? And I'm jumping the gun, but I want you to be thinking about stuff like that before I even return on Sunday. Because here's the deal. The Lord told me, I said, my willpower, my willpower, in my quiet time. He said, you don't have no willpower. You don't have any will because you want what you want. And you don't have any power because it's been 59 years and you're still talking about weight. All your power that you need is invested in me. You got to come to me, Rochelle, and come through me and put me first. And what does it say in uh, Ephesians 5, 17, that, that the spirit warreth after the, the flesh, and the flesh warreth after the spirit. But if you come to the spirit, that he will give you what you need to make changes in our financial life. Because he wants us to have stuff. He wants us to be able to help somebody else. He wants us to be able to send money home. He wants us to be able to buy a house. My, my baby sister, every time she get on the phone, my house, my, the rent, da 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 I go, check this out. Go find a house. Go find a house. 
Find a house between this amount and this amount, I'll buy it. You'll buy my house. I'll buy your house. And last year, I bought my sister a house in Detroit. Do you know how good that feels? Amen. We got to do something with our money. Now, here's the deal. I don't want to hear your mouth. And you should be banking money now because you, you don't have any rent. And we want to be in a position that, Lord, put me in a position that I can help somebody. Put me in a position that somebody's refrigerator breaks, and I go, come on, let, 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 let's go and just go pick you a refrigerator. It feels good. When he says it's more blessed to give than to receive, that's what that means. It's a blessing to say, girlfriend, I got this. Let's go get da-da-da-da-da. You let's go get your baby all her school clothes. Don't that sound great? And we have got to make that manifest right now in our spirit and let the Lord know I am going to kill all this other crap that means nothing to be a good steward. And you told me in your word that if you're faithful over a few things, I'll make you ruler over many. I believe he's talking in every aspect. The planting the seeds. What he said, what you going to do with it? Right? The talents. If you didn't do anything with it, you're not going to get anything back. Because you, because you did something with it, I'll double what you had. Amen? Does that make sense, ladies and gentlemen? All right. God bless you. Okay. Now, let's read together just the scripture on page five under needs. Everybody see page five? Okay. Philippians 4.19. Ready, read. But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. And it was supplied to the people because they were a supplier to Paul and others. He will give you so you can give to others. So you've got to understand that he said, I will supply to you because Paul and everybody was helping other people. They were helping other people, not just Paul. So I'll give to you so you can help somebody else. Amen. And so in your homework, I want you to go through the scriptures that are in this book. And but for the sake of time, I want to go to page seven. Page six is also scripture. Uh, please pardon the fact that some of the print is off. My printing guy, I don't know what happened. But if you don't see it, it should be up on the thing. Uh, page six, if you want to go back, I'll get it for you. But page seven talks about your credit, your, your credit score. We are going to go into detail on how to fix your credit. Does everybody want to do that? I mean, detail, step by step. The people who are on the radio that says, good news, I'll fix your credit. You can have perfect credit in 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, all that crap. I will show you exactly what they do. You can fix your credit yourself. There is nothing that they do you can't do yourself. If it can't be done, they can't do it either, okay? So we're going to go step by step, but before we even do that, I'm going to talk to you about the importance of your credit score. In the colored box, 35% of your credit score, you see that in the, in the wheel? The key to improving your credit is right there. 35% of your credit scores if you pay people on time. You paying people on time is more important than those old medical bills. Because if you have old medical bills that you haven't paid in two or three years, it doesn't have that much weight on your credit score, believe it or not. What they're looking at is, okay, Rochelle, we see you had some old stuff. It charged off. It's in collection. So what? Are you paying people currently? So the key to getting your credit score up is to start paying people on time. And I don't care if you have to sell blood at the blood bank. Do not be past due. 
because 30 days past due affects you drastically, even one account. Okay? Now, a good credit score, and it's not on there, but write this down. A good credit score is anywhere from 300 to 850. If you get anywhere over 700, you're doing good. The average credit score in Texas is 652. You need to know that Texas has the fourth, it used to be third, but now it's fourth, the fourth lowest credit score in this country. And I think it's because Texas has a big service industry, which means that they say you can get a job, but it may be at a restaurant or a hotel. And then if you make an eight, nine dollars and you have a, 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 an apartment, a car, and a credit card, if you become 30 days past due, it'll drop your credit score. So I'm even going to talk to you about the fact that if you can't afford a car note, you need a uh, used car that you pay cash for. And this isn't in your book, but I want to put this down because I don't want to forget. Put down Trinity Auto Auction. I think this is going down. Can somebody put, thank you, my brother. Either that or I'm getting taller. <laughs> um, Trinity Auto Auction is a gold mine that a lot of people don't know about. Trinity Auto Auction, if you go there and buy a car at their auction, if you are on disability, if you get SNAP, if you get TANF, if you are unemployed, if you're a full-time student, whatever car you get from Trinity, they, buy, they pay half and you pay half. Do you believe that? And nobody knows that. It's a gold mine. If you have disability, full-time student, SNAP, TANF, or, dis, or did I say disability, or unemployed, any of those, if you go there and buy a, if you auction, get a car at an auction, and say it ended up being $2,000, you show them one of those, you pay 1000 they pay 1000 Now, I'm going to tell you a trick to that. A uh, young lady at my church, that's how I found out. She came to church, she had a, a purple Volkswagen Beetle convertible. Akina, where you get that? Girl, Trinity Auction. You know I get snapped. And I went there, and they told me if I get snapped, I only have to pay half. So the car costs $1,500 at the auction. She paid $750 because they pay half. Now, five other people at our church have went with Ikema to get a car. She buys it for them, and then they tr switch it over at the DMV for a dollar. So apparently, they don't care if you get five cars because I know she has bought five cars for people who did not qualify. You feeling me on that? That's all I got to say about that. Okay? Okay. And that's news you can use. Amen? That's the kind of stuff we need to know. Amen? So, uh, no car note beats the heck out of a car note every month. Because a car note seems like it comes every other week instead of once a month. Anybody else? I used to look up and say, car note again? Again? So, I'm allergic to car notes, and I will ride my car till the wheels fall off. Okay? And so you've got to find a way to be debt-free in terms of even a car. You've got to work smart. There's no sense in having a car note that's $700, and you are only in the car 10% of the day. you got to look at it like that. You go to work, then you're in work eight hours. The car's sitting out there in the sun. Then you drive home, and you're too tired to go anyplace else, so now the car's sitting outside. And i got a car note for $600, please. Does that make sense? Anybody feeling me on that? All right, we, we just thinking. We, we got a new day coming at the end of 2018. Amen? Amen? Amen. Okay, now, 
that 35% is how you pay people. 30% the burgundy, you see that? Here's a key to get improving your credit. 30% is the utilization on your credit card. What that means is, if you want to improve your credit instantly, if you have credit cards that you're using over 30% of the balance, pay it down immediately to under 30, and I guarantee you, within five, six days, you'll see your credit score blow up. Because a quarter of your credit score is based on you being over your, over your utilization on your credit card. So example, if you have a JCPenney's credit card and they have given you a $1,000 line of credit, it looks like current, 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 current. You pay them every month, but you're paying them the minimum. So you're at $900. Your credit line is 1000 Internally, the algorithms are saying that that's bad credit for them because they're saying, why are you so tight to the, uh, to the uh, uh, available balance? Right. So you need to get down to under $300. And I promise you, you're going to be shocked at how fast your credit score moves. So two things, don't be past due. Number two, get it under 30%. Both of those are 65% of your credit score. Number three, a quick way to get your credit score up. If you have somebody in your family or if you have great credit on credit cards, make them an authorized user. Write that down, authorized user, not co-signer. Authorized user. An authorized user means that they can use your credit, but they are not responsible. So folks who had money for years send their kids to college. When they get out of college, they can buy a house, a car, and all that because they have been authorized users on their credit card, building their credit since they were 16 years old. So if you have a child that you want to make sure they have good credit, if you have good credit, make them an authorized user. Now, the downfall to that is if something happens in your life and you become past due, it affects your child's credit also or whoever you're using. But if you know somebody, you're in good standing, you don't even have to have their credit card. All you want to do is be an authorized user and you will see your credit score drunk, jump considerably. Now, my, my nephew in Detroit is trying to buy a restaurant. He's a chef. My credit, auntie, 628, da-da-da-da-da. Man, you got to be over 700 for somebody to loan you some money. I said, I'm going to do you a favor. I'm going to make you authorized user on my credit card. And in three weeks, he called me and said, my credit score went up 50 points. Now, he's just got to hope nothing happens that I pay him every month. But as long as I pay him every month, he doesn't use, he doesn't use the cards. It just says that now he has three credit cards with a good line of credit, and they're current. So if you want to bump your credit instantly, now I'm going to tell you how to fix it. But if you want to bump it instantly, pay on time, get under 30%, become an authorized user. And that's when you will see an instant lift in your credit score. Amen? Amen. Now, the other ones are um, new credit accounts will hurt you at the beginning. So if you open a credit card today and you're trying to build your credit, at first it's going to go down because they want to show that you have payment demonstration, that you have the ability to pay on time. So what they're going to do is say, oh, Rochelle, you got a new visa. Okay, let's see how you pay it. So they're going to wait like three, four months and say, oh, okay, she paid this month, she paid next month, she's not overextended, she's using under 30% of her available credit, and then you're going to see your credit just go up. 
But at first you're going to take a hit, and then it'll start increasing for you because they want to see if you're going to show good payment demonstration. Does that make sense? Okay. And then um, types of credit used, very important. If you, uh, people who have 800 scores quite often have a variance of credit. So they may have a house, a car, two credit cards, a student loan. Because they, in order to get 820, 830, you got to have a variety. When I started this company, my credit score was 830. And I paid off everything because I quit my job. <laughs> I didn't have any money. So I had to pay off everything. And when I paid off everything, my credit score dropped to 780. So I called them and said, why is my credit score dropping? Nothing's changed about me. They said, it's simple. You don't have a variety of credit anymore. You paid them off. So that tells you right there that they want to keep us in debt. Feeling me on that? They want us in debt. But I promise you, if you get a credit score over 720, from, se from 750 to 850 is the same score. Don't believe the hype. They consider 750 excellent. So if you get under 750, don't worry about it. If you get 700, 720, 730, you walk in the bank with your chest out and you tell them what you're going to pay because you will have the power to do that at that point. So if it's a question of being in debt to get it up, don't worry about that. You can have two credit cards, pay them on time, um, and you can get your credit score in the 700s. I'm going to tell you another secret before we close. Um, apartments. If you have an apartment and you pay your rent every month on time, you can have your landlord, what do you call them? The tenant office, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. They will put your credit score, your history on your credit report, and it'll look like a mortgage. Did you guys know that? Yes. There's a form in Equifax.com, and it says a renter's form or something. You print it off, you take it to the office, and you tell them that I need you to fill out the history of how I paid my rent and send it in the Equifax. It will be on your credit report saying your name, rent, current, 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 and it'll bring your credit score up. Nobody's telling us that. Is that not something? Yeah. Amen. And so write that down. Please. That's something in the girlfriend. You're looking at me like, what? <laughs> now, any questions? Any questions? I don't want to go over my time. No questions? Any questions about this section? Yes, ma'am. Uh-huh. Equifax.com. If you go to Equifax and, and put in search apartment form, it says apartment form or, or put my rent on my a credit bureau, it'll say something like that, and it has a form. Okay? Yep. And I think I think I know Equifax does, and I'll I'll do my homework on if any of the other two, and I'll have it Sunday. Because it's one thing we normally pay on time, even if we don't pay anything else. And that's our rent. And that should help us. That will give us a lift in our credit score when it's time to buy a house. Okay? Because we need some real estate, folks. There's no more land to be made. We need to start getting land. Because they're not making any more land. So we talk about investing and all that. And then somebody wants to come through here and build apartments and all that. And you own the land. They have to tell you or ask you how much they want for the land. And that's how we go. That's how we're going to make money. That's our future. It ain't the NFL. Okay? It ain't, it ain't the NBA. 72% of NBA players filed bankruptcy five years after um, playing ball. 54% of NFL players. The money is in property, real estate, stocks, all of that. Or somebody telling them, boy, stop spending your money. Are you crazy? Make sense? All right, any questions?
Yes, ma'am. That's that's a very good question, and I get that question a lot. I I have two other um, um, African churches in Norfolk that I teach at, and that's their biggest issue. They told me two things: trying to send money back home, and people trying to live like Americans when we didn't live like that back home. They, they told me, and tell me if I'm wrong, but when people got married, we would go and build your house. The community would build your house. And now that we're trying to buy big houses and all that, but I will tell her what the Lord told me. Um, for years, I was an executive in a company and I didn't have kids. I have two sisters, I'm the oldest. And so they would call me for money, not two or 300. Can you loan me $2,500, stuff like that. And I would do it because I didn't want them to be mad at me. And, and I loved them and I felt guilty because I got money and okay, so I loan it to you, but when they pay me back, they'll pay me back 100. 50, uh, okay, a, a love note, you know, and so if you take that kind of money and they give you $50, you're just going to blow it, am I right? Okay, and so one time my sister called me and I looked at the phone and I said, they only call me when they need something, true story, true story, I'm about to cry even thinking about it, they only call me when they need something, as soon as I said something, I'm getting a chill thinking about it, the Holy Spirit said to me, you never ask me if you should give it to them. That's great. I didn't. It was all about me and my relationship with my sisters and how I feel. But how does the Lord feel about it? So I said, okay, you're right. I never do that. Okay, I got to pray about that. Okay, Felicia, my baby sister, what I bought the house for, what do you want? Oh, hey, how you doing? So she's talking too long, so I know it's money now, you know, because you talk too long. What's your problem? Uh, and I said, let me pray about it. Pray about it? I go, yeah, the Lord really just gave something to me, man. He told me to start praying about it. I, well, yeah, oh, see, you're going with that, that Jesus stuff. I go, check this out. My answer is no. You better hope the Lord says yes. And so she said, okay, go pray about it. I thought so. So now I don't feel bad about saying no because here is the answer to no. If you get on an airplane, they say to you, put the mask on who first? What they say? On you first. Then help who's with you. Then help who's with you. If I keep putting the mask on you, when there's a plane crash or an emergency, I ain't got no mask. And we got to be okay with no. We got to be okay with no. Because I'm going to tell you what uh, my Liberian churches in Fort Worth told me. For some reason, everybody at home thinks that if you live over here and you come over here, you're rich. Well, that's a lie from the pit of hell. Amen? <laughs> Let me know if I get too crazy, okay? Okay. Okay, and so the deal is, is that you got to be forthright. We can't be fake. Girl, I am broke. 
And if you're not broke, you just got to say no. No is a complete sentence. I'm grown and I can say no. Don't ask me about my no. My no is no. Everybody say that with me. No. no. And you give a sweet no. My sister called me, what's your kidney? No, no, baby. Uh-uh. No, no. And so they, they know not to even ask me because my no is no. Because if I want to give it and the Lord tells me to give it to you, I'm going to give it to you. But if I keep milking the cow and not giving him any grain, he is going to be skinny and I don't have anything left. And 65 is coming quick for me. And ain't nobody going to take care of us. Amen. You better have some money saved. Make sense? All right. Pray with me and we're out. Amen. My Heavenly Father, thank you for this moment. Thank you for letting us be stewards over your money, my Heavenly Father. As your word said in Isaiah 30, 21, let us hear a voice in our ear clearly telling us this is the way to go. If we are going the wrong way, turn us around. Hallelujah. If we're making wrong decisions, uh, permit us, show us, direct us on what we should be doing, the way we should be doing it, the way should we should go. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Give it up, give it up, give it up. All right. We're in for a great time this week. And Rochelle will be back on Sunday. And um, I want you to tell everyone that they need to be here. And uh, there are things, like I told you, that you can read. There are things they can only show you. Some of the things that Rochelle has shared with us are things that they can only show you. They can only show you. Now, I want to say something. Let's package our... Can, can we appreciate Rochelle one more time? Say thank you, ma'am. All right, all right. Some of the things she's sharing with us, they are the things that people pay thousands of dollars to go listen. And um, I want us to understand that this is very important for our financial health. Now, the booklet in your end is very important. It's costing us money. We bought it. It's not a gift. So ensure you take good care of it. Ensure you take good care of it. It's the same thing you're going to bring on Sunday. And after that, make sure you keep it and make reference to it. Because information is very important for promotion. Now, everyone watching online, Rochelle has a financial university online. She has a, a full course that will take you from ground zero to the next height in terms of your finances. I believe the website is uh, financial, financialnannyuniversity.com. Financialnannyuniversity.com. It has video teachings that takes you through how to build your credit, how to repair financial information, opportunities, and etc. And you can also reach out to Rochelle on Facebook. Just go and look for Rochelle Glove, and then you'll be able to know how you can get a copy of the booklet. Um, so on Sunday, if you're in the Dallas Fort Worth Metro, please join us on Sunday. Rochelle will be back. And then you can also send in your questions. She surely will be attending to it. Let's package our offerings and all we have come to worship Jesus with. Um, tonight, I want you to go and think 
and meditate on all the things that we have had and then start planning your way to the next level. Shall we rise on our feet? How many of us have enjoyed tonight? How many? Oh, glory, glory, glory. And now lift up your offering to Jesus as we pray. Father, we thank you for the privilege that you have given to us. We ask, oh God, that you bless this. We ask for increase. We ask that you give us more. That we'll be able to help others and do your will. In the name of Jesus. As we go, the Lord go with us. May the peace of God be with you. I speak increase into your life. I declare divine abundance in the name of Jesus. And so shall it be. In Jesus' name, the Lord will pray. Let's together share the goodness in fellowship, surely. The Lord's goodness and mercy shall follow us all of the days of our lives. We all shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Now we can drop our offering. Rochelle has some information here. You can take one of them and go and read through. Everyone watching us, uh, the information is on the screen, how you can give unto the Lord. Follow any of that. Your giving is highly acknowledged and appreciated. And the Lord will bless you as you give unto the Lord. Share this video also with other people. God bless you. Join us on Sunday. You got to be here on Sunday, 10 a.m. for uh, a life-transforming session. Can you put back the... the